When it comes to people, I always say I don't have time for people who check boxes. I want people who get results. There's a massive difference between getting results and getting things done. When you're hiring team members, you wanna make sure you are finding people who know how to drive to a result. I'm Alex Sharfin, and this is the Momentum Podcast, made for empire builders, game changers, trailblazers, shot takers, record breakers, world makers, and creators of all kinds. Those among us who can't turn it off and don't know why anyone would want to. We challenge complacency, destroy apathy, and we are obsessed with creating momentum so we can roll over bureaucracy and make our greatest contribution. Sure, we pay attention to their rules, but only so that we can bend them break them, then rewrite them around our own will. We don't accept our destiny, we define it. We don't understand defeat because you only lose if you stop, and we don't know how. While the rest of the world strives for average and clings desperately to the status quo, we are the minority, the few, who are willing to hallucinate there could be a better future, and instead of just daydreaming of what could be, we endure the vulnerability and exposure it takes to make it real. We are the evolutionary hunters, clearly the most important people in the world, because entrepreneurs are the only source of consistent, positive human evolution, and we always will be. Katie and I actually have a nickname for people who don't know how to drive to a result. We call them box checkers, and here's why we say that. It's because there is... Uh, a huge difference between accomplishing a task and actually getting a result. And p there are a lot of people, especially people who want to work in entrepreneurial companies, who want to be able to check a box, accomplish a task, do the thing. But there are very few people out there. And when you're recruiting, you want to find these people, the ones who know how to drive to a result. Let me give you an example about exactly what I'm talking about. Let's take social media, for example. Today, social media has blown up uh, so much that now there's this new position in companies that just 10 years ago didn't exist, social media manager. In fact, even in small companies, there is social media managers. Well, here's the challenge with social media. Let's look at an asset like Instagram. Instagram is a site where you can post every day, you can do stories, you can um, get things done. So you can post a picture on Instagram and you know what? When, when you post the picture on Instagram, you've achieved something, you've posted something there. But if it doesn't get comments and if it doesn't get traction and if it doesn't drive people to you, it doesn't drive people to your profile to find out more about you, then it really doesn't matter. You're basically just making noise. You're yelling down a hallway. You're yelling in a stadium full of people. In fact, on Instagram, you're yelling in the world's biggest stadium full of people, and nobody is going to hear you because if you're not getting the result, it doesn't even matter. So somebody who knows how to drive to the result will manage your social media to post on Instagram in a way where you actually get the outcome you want. They'll manage your, your Instagram posts in a way that drives people to you, that actually gets you leads, that gets it to where things actually happen for you. And this is a massive, massive difference in personality type and in accomplishment from the people who work with you. Or I should say, in the people who work with you. And on an entrepreneurial team, you need to have near 100% of the people on your team getting results, not just checking boxes. Let me give you another scenario. And this is, this is where these scenarios come from. They come from my life. You know, I, here, here's the problem. When I was younger as an entrepreneur, 
I didn't really understand the differentiation between people who got things done and people who actually got results. In fact, when I was younger, I, I used to hire people and they would get a bunch of stuff done and I would be so impressed with how much they could get done, but I wouldn't understand that where I really needed to be looking, the scoreboard I really needed to pay attention to was what type of results were they getting? Not how many tasks they accomplished, not how much stuff that they did they get done, but did that stuff, did those tasks lead to anything significant? Did I actually get the outcomes I wanted as an entrepreneur and as a business owner from that individual? I remember when I finally had the realization that what I had to do was look at the metrics that justify the, or the metrics that show results, not just the milestones that people were accomplishing. I had to put measurement on everything that I was doing to make sure that we were moving in the right direction. Here's another example, and this, this happened to us quite a while ago, but it's a good example of this exact same thing. At one point, Katie and I had a pretty large customer service department, and the result in customer service that I want is that every client that ever gets off the phone with us feels taken care of, they feel like their issue was resolved, and they'd recommend us to a friend. Well, when we first had to build a large customer service department about uh, 10 years ago, we didn't realize all that it took to build a customer service. We didn't know, or a department, we didn't know everything that we should be looking at. We didn't know what we should be measuring. We didn't know what results we should be measuring. So initially, I said, well, let's make the result that 100% of our phone calls get live, or not, uh, yeah, let's make it, <laughs> I actually initially said, let's make the result 100% of our phone calls get live answered within three rings. We eventually adjusted that because there's just simply times where you get overloaded and you can't get to 100%, but we still, I think, maintained 85 or 90% live answer within three rings. Now, here's the challenge. That was a great check the box metric. But I didn't say, hey, when we answer the phone, we want to make sure the client's taken care of, that they feel like their problem was resolved, and that they would recommend us to a friend. In fact, it was about six months or nine months later that when we were running our customer service department where I started realizing, like, we have people that are answering the phones in three rings, but they're being rude, or they're being short, or they're in a hurry, or they're not actually asking the clients enough questions to make sure that everything's gonna be okay. They're not fully solving the client's problem. They're trying to get off the phone as fast as they can. In fact, in some ways, the metric I put in place of answer within three or four rings was driving them to get on and off the phone as fast as, as possible. And in some ways, that metric I put in place, because that was the metric I was telling everyone was important, was actually exacerbating the problem, making it worse, causing bigger challenges, not just for our customer service reps, but for our customers themselves. Because the, the goal I gave everybody was answer within three rings. So if somebody got on the phone and it was a heavy call period, they would be doing everything they could to get off the phone as fast as possible. I remember at one point listening to phone calls where our customer service reps weren't even saying goodbye in a polite way or thanking people for calling or asking if, them if there was anything they could do. They lit literally were like, does that answer the question? The client would say yes. They say, okay, great. Talk to you later. Click. And I remember feeling so frustrated with the customer service rep. Like, how could they be doing this? This is ridiculous. And then I remember pulling one of them, them into my office and saying, hey, I want you to listen to this call. And I played it. And the end of the call came and I looked at him and I said, is that how you would want to be treated? And he said, absolutely not, Alex, but we have this call metric where we have to get off the calls as fast as we can, get to the next call, and we want to make sure we're hitting the number you want. And so I had to do that. I have to get on and off as fast as I could. And I remember thinking, 
like, how did I put this in place where it's now become my responsibility, not, not only my responsibility, but because of exactly what I told my team, my clients aren't being treated the way that I wanted them to. And so we immediately shifted and said, live answer within three or four rings, 85 or 90% of the time. I can't remember exactly what it was. And then we also said, let's start tracking net promoter score. A net promoter score is a question where you ask the client after they're off the call, you send them out a survey and you say on a scale of one to 10, how likely are you to recommend us to someone you know based on the interaction you had today? So we had two things now. We wanted to make sure that every single call gave us either a nine or a 10, because that's the only way it counted towards the, the metric called net promoter score, which is a somewhat complicated metric. But when you look at um, companies like AT&T or Time Warner Cable or <laughs> some of the phone companies, when or other phone companies, um, their net promoter scores are usually in the 30s or 40s. When you look at a company like Apple, who has incredible, some would say extraordinary customer service, or Zappos or Amazon, their net promoter scores are usually in the 70s or and you know 70s is where most companies top out. Well, after about a year of using net promoter score in our company, where we told all of our reps the result that we wanted was that every person they were on the phone with would recommend us to a friend because that's the question we're asking. We ended up getting to a net promoter score above Apple's over Amazon's. Like it, it, We set a standard that was higher than some of the best net promoter score companies in the world. And the reason was we started focusing on the result we wanted. We want our clients to recommend us. We want them to be happy when they're on the phone with us. We want their problems resolved. We want their questions resolved and that, that we want them to be able to move forward. And we didn't want anyone feeling like they were stuck or taken advantage of or didn't have their questions answered. Now, every once in a while, it still happened. No customer service department is perfect. You have to deal with random variables called human beings. And sometimes people on the other side are just so angry or so frustrated or frustrated in ways maybe even not against us, or in some cases, we messed up at a point where we just couldn't fix it. But the vast majority of the time, we accomplished what we wanted, and it was a simple change in what we were telling our team to do. So in your business, where is there a situation or a possibility where your team is checking boxes instead of getting results, where your team is accomplishing the thing or the task, but not actually getting the result you want? Going into your business and finding those areas and changing the outcome for your team, changing what you measure and changing what the result you ask for is will dramatically change your business and give you an opportunity to grow even faster. In fact, it was incredible the difference with our customer service department when we started using Net Promoter Score and when we changed the outcomes we told our team we wanted. Our referral business went through the roof. In fact, there were times where on social media, people would post, I just got off the phone with customer service with Sharfin or with the Distressed Property Institute, which is what our company used to be named, and I'm so impressed, or I talked to so-and-so, and they are so sweet, and we actually had people calling us to do business with us to buy our product because they had read a referral about our customer service reps. That's how dramatically things changed. And at the beginning, remember, we were having problems, our clients were being treated poorly, and our team was doing exactly what they thought I wanted them to. This has happened to every one of us in business. It's happened to me, and if I don't watch it carefully, it happens over and over again. 
So where is it in your business that this could be happening? Because by simply shifting what you measure and shifting what you tell your team the, the desired result is, you go from checking a box to getting massive results, and that's where I want you to be. If you're ready to start getting even bigger results and build a team around you that can help you take advantage of the opportunity you've created, serve more people, make a bigger impact, and leave your massive debt in the universe, go to billionairecode.com forward slash apply. Our application will tell you more about your business than most coaching programs you'll join. In fact, I've had a lot of people tell me that just filling out our application was cathartic because here's what we'll help you do. We can help you build the team that will help you take advantage of your opportunity. We will show you how to strategically plan so everyone in your company knows where you're going. We'll show you how to communicate with your team so that they can be out in front of you helping you get there. And we'll show you how to consistently build the right people and process and projects into your business so that you are growing and scaling around the opportunity you've created and you have maximum momentum and scale fast. Go to billionairecode.com forward slash apply. And if you're not familiar with the billionaire code yet, you can go back to episode 180 on our podcast. And from 180 to 200, I go through the nine levels of the billionaire code, which is a matrix and a progression of exactly what it takes to go from zero to a hundred million as an entrepreneur and beyond. Billionairecode.com forward slash apply. We look forward to talking to you. If you're ready to build the team, to build the business, to build the dream, let us help you. Billionairecode.com forward slash apply.